everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys, as always, for your continual support through your downloading and sharing of the podcast. Also, through you all kind of just talking about it, not actually sharing the physical episode, but just having conversations about certain things that you may have heard or gathered or been impacted by within the episode. So thank you for that. Please keep it going. It keeps me going. It keeps giving me the fire to do what I need to do to push this content out to you guys on a regular basis. Sometimes it's challenging, but with you all constantly supporting it, listen, I'm in here every single week. Also, don't forget to check out my website at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you can find the link to book your private coaching sessions as well as every episode of the podcast. So if you're not on any of the other podcasting uh, platforms, you can always get it right through the website while you're booking your session. Yes. <laughs> also, don't forget to join me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. A lot of you have gotten a lot of new followers. Thank you for that. So come on, you know, let's let's continue to join that and get into that Facebook group that we have for the podcast. Go join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group. That's where we can discuss content. We can discuss episodes. As a matter of fact, there's a current discussion going on right now on there about um, the series that uh, I had Coach LaShawn on here with me doing, uh, talking about the impacts or the negative impacts of church on people's lives. So let's get in there. Get in there. And if you want to drop some things in there, drop them in there. Like, let's have some conversation. It's all for our fun um, as well for as well as for our building up. Yes. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of healing, self-discovery, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Listen, I was just thinking about, I know you saw the topic, uh, permission to say no. So I'm just giving you a heads up, giving you a warning, a precursor. I'm about to go off, y'all. Because, you know, I was thinking about how we live in a world full of takers and there's not enough givers. It's a lot of a lot of taking happening on happening in, in the world that we live in. And, and someone is always wanting something or needing something from you, but they don't want to give you a darn thing. True living is about being reciprocal. All right. That means making exchanges with others along your journey. And I don't understand how people expect to get something without making ex- making an exchange. I just don't get it. This mindset of entitlement and selfishness is beyond me these days because it is so blatant. And I'm sure you hear the frustration in my voice because yes, sus, yes, bruh, I am frustrated. I've had it with giving, with pouring, with supporting, with sacrificing for people who will not reciprocate that for me. That's why no has become my favorite new word to execute. You know, I actually realize now why little kids, when they learn the word no, it is so exciting for them to just say it about everything because there's literally a freedom in that, right? It's, it's literally my favorite new word to say. I feel like a, one of those little kids learning it for the first time. It used to be difficult for me to tell people no simply because I don't like to disappoint people. I don't like to hurt people's feelings. 
I don't like people feeling some kind of way, right? But what the heck? What the heck am I doing? While I'm tending to their feelings, looking out for their expectations, I found myself being deprived, and I say it with a past tense because I'm not that girl anymore. I found myself being robbed of the exchanges that I actually deserved. Listen, I want you to know that you deserve exchanges, okay? Don't deny yourself what's due to you by giving in to everyone with no expectations of receiving. The spiritual law of exchange, yes, the spiritual law. Remember, we are spiritual creatures. I'm not talking about a church law. The spiritual law, we are spirit, soul, and body. This law of exchange says that you give something and in return, you get something, all right? I want to help you break that old ideology, that old theology that says you should you should do while expecting nothing in in return. That's old. we're trashing that. That may work with charity. okay? but when you're talking about connections, you're talking about relationships. Nope. It doesn't apply to those areas. So I want you to start this episode off right now by giving yourself permission to say no. So let me help you out. Say this with me. It's okay for me. To say no to those who don't say yes to me. Need me to repeat that for you again? Come on. I need you to say it with some umph from your gut. It's okay for me to say no to those who don't say yes to me. Listen, this includes the invites, your time, favors, uh, emotional energy, patience, your empathy, you name it, you throw it in there. No is the response we will be learning to practice. I tell clients all the time, no is a complete sentence. So it's no, period. Don't feel obligated to provide any reasonings behind your no either. It is not necessary. It's not necessary to try to manage others' responses to your no. That's their issue. And let's learn to allow people to deal with their own issues. Have you ever examined why you continue to say yes, though? And I I just, that question just popped up. Because when there is no exchange happening, why are you still saying yes? Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because I did some research on it. And research shows that there are four primary reasons to this type of yes. All right? So the first one, and, and, and you may fall within these four or you may not. You may have other reasons. But these were just the four primary ones that they saw common across people and cultures. First one was avoiding confrontation. Very few people enjoy confrontation. I am one of those people that, uh, it depends on what kind of confrontation. Y'all hear my stomach? That thing is talking. I need to eat. I don't eat after this episode. But very people, I, I'm one of those people that can enjoy it every now and then. I, it depends on what I'm, what the confrontation is about. But when we feel as if saying no will put more pressure or attention on us, we tend to say yes to prevent those feelings. And as I've gotten older, I've turned into that type of woman. Although confrontation may be uncomfortable, listen to me. I want you to stop avoiding it. Stop avoiding it. Facing it will help you to build more confidence in your stance and it will help you to be more forward with your nose. Don't try to avoid confrontation. Don't say yes to avoid the confrontation. Say no and then deal with 
confronting it the way it needs to be confronted. Yes. The second thing, commonality they saw was that um, pleasing others. That was the reason people say yes. Now, there is, an, there is this universal impulse, is what I like to call it, in all human beings to please someone, to please others. But let's not confuse this with people pleasing. Okay, most times we become people pleasers when it's something we, I, me, you, something we're lacking, something that we're that that we have a deficit in. If this is your struggle, I encourage you to do some introspective work to discover what your needs are and find out what needs people pleasing seems to satisfy. Does that make sense? I can't get too deep into that right now because we on t- I'm on a time factor, but I think I actually think I need to do a future episode on people pleasing. I'm thinking about my um, episodes and I don't remember doing one on that because there's so much more to unpack in this whole people pleasing situation. But we understand that this is why we this is another reason we say yes. The third reason we say yes is because we fear missing out. We fear missing out. This is, listen, they call it FOMO, fear of missing out, F-O-M-O. It's really a thing, okay? I promise you, go ahead and look it up, research it. And when we feel as if saying no is going to stop us from experiencing something we think others will, saying yes feels like the only natural thing to say, right? But let me help you out with this. You don't have to miss out. You don't need to deal with FOMO. Create your own Period. Create your own in. Create your own. I don't. I'm not missing out. I am. I am in on my own terms. You understand what I'm saying? We don't have to be governed by that. And understand that the things I'm saying so passionately, they are easier said because I'm saying them than done. Uh, but know that you can do it. All right. And the fourth thing was compulsivity. I thought this was really interesting because sometimes people feel naturally compelled to just overdo it and say yes to any situation out of a compulsive nature. You have to figure out, do you have a compulsive nature? Do you have a compulsive uh, a personality type? This becomes taxing and exhausting all in the same breath, fam. We have to deal with the compulsive nature by, pre- by practicing what? What's the question? What, what's the statement we're practicing? By practicing, say it with me. No, you got it. <laughs> Look, y'all can get tired of hearing no in this episode. It's almost like Jordan Peele's movie. Nope, nope, no is the word. We don't even want to say nope. We want to say no. Now I'm gonna give you some. Let, let's let's give. Let me give you some facts based on our mental health. Did you know that saying no has positive effects on your mental health? Though, did you know that? Well, I'm about to help you out. When we say no. That says to our own psyche that we are valuing ourselves more. Hmm. Sounds deep, right? Think about that. It says to your psyche, every time you say no, it's saying to your psyche that you matter to you, that you are important to yourself, that you value you. You value what you feel. You value your time. You value your energy. Yes? Another thing is is saying no also helps us to make ourselves a priority, which is so difficult for so many people. So valuing and making it a priority are two different things. Valuing places of value, but priority places it in a position, all right? So when we say no, it's helping us to to say to ourselves, uh, I'm putting me first. I'm putting me first now. And then the last thing is saying no is a way to establish healthy boundaries. Ooh, that B word, boundaries for yourself. 
and boundaries for others, but we're talking about ourselves. So we understand those those are the three things, value, priority, and boundaries. Those That's how it impacts us mentally when we say no. So you can kind of look at saying no a little differently. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to help you reroute the word no in your mind and your thoughts because no has taken on such a negative uh this was, you know, it's taking on a negative image, you know, and it's, it's, it's really not all negative. It's definitely a positive for us when we need to shift some things concerning how we do what we do for others in exchange for nothing. All right. <sighs> Fam, we cannot keep allowing people to walk all over our generosity, not walking all over our giving. But we do when we don't place a demand on the reciprocity in those types of connections. The bottom line is this. If there's no reciprocity and it's not serving you, your answer should be no. Point blank. It just should be no. Trust me, this is something that is free in my life on a daily basis. Do you hear me? Every single day, I am working that in my heart. I've been saying no a whole lot more lately. And if I don't want to do it, it's a no. No, I don't want to I don't want to do it. If I I I don't want to go to your wedding. I don't want to go to your baby shower. No, I don't want to go to your birthday party. If you haven't supported my business but you want me to support yours, heck no. No, I'm not going to be supporting. I'm not going to be sharing it. I'm not going to be liking it. I'm not going to be coming. Hello? Nope, I'm not buying a ticket. If you haven't gone out of your way for me but want me to get out of go out of my way for you, honey, please. No, I'm going to stay right here and keep doing nothing, even though you asked me, was I busy? Uh, Yeah, busy doing nothing. No. If you only holler at, at me when you need something from me, that's definitely a no off rip. Come on, come on. I, I, there's no, no, there's no guest request or, you know, that's stranger danger to me. No, no is going to be the answer. So if you're listening to me, and then you're in, and if you're in my environment where we come into contact every now and then or just know I'm dead serious though is is if we haven't connected if there's no true exchange yo it's going to be a no and that's just a little glimpse of what's been happening in my world fam i'm not claiming this to be easy at all and i'm not doing this to be harsh but it is necessary for my own growth for my own healing for my own self-discovery for my own forward progress now here are some of the questions that i've been asking myself that you may want to ask yourself when it's time to give a response to someone all right first one i i'm thinking about in my mind is uh will saying yes prevent me from focusing on something that's more important to me now with me being in school um, school is a priority for me. So homework, reading, uh, those types of things are priority. Uh, so if someone is asking something of me, especially when there is no exchange going on um, and it has to conflict with my schooling, it's going to be automatic no. Um, and even for those that I am in connection with, I have to consider like, will this set me back by stopping to do this for them? Because if it's going to set me back, it's a no. It's a no, right? I have to stay true to what's important in my life. So and and staying focused on those things that are important to me. Once again, validating my own significance, validating my own uh, value, right? Making sure that I'm, I keep what I need to do for me as a priority. And no, this is not selfish. 
Let's not get it twisted. This is not selfish. My life is not about just self. It's not self-absorbed. But I do have other priorities that go beyond always trying to please someone or doing something for others. Yes. Another question is, will saying yes make me even more tired or burnt out? Look, those days are over. I'm tired. No, I cannot come pick you up. But what I can do is send you some money for an Uber. Um, I'm exhausted. I've worked all day. I, I'm not going to get burnt out. Can you can you watch my child? No, absolutely not. I worked all day too. And no, I want my weekends free. You understand what I'm saying? Those are questions I have to ask in my mind, just making sure I'm checking in with myself. If I'm feeling tired, if I'm feeling like I just need to chill, please don't ask because it's going to be a no. Um, Another question I ask a lot is, have they ever said yes to me? Hmm. Because I have to do a whole audit on individuals when they're asking of me for, of something. Like, have they ever said yes to me? Because if they haven't, um, no, denied. And then one of the last ones I normally ask myself is, do I feel like saying yes? <laughs> That's a simple one. But a lot of times I just don't feel like saying yes. No, no. I can be feeling good. I can be feeling well. I can be well in my mind and my body, but I just don't feel like doing anything for anybody. And guess what, fam? I want to free you. That's okay. Give yourself permission to just say, exactly, you said it, to just say no. Now, these types of questions are, these are the types of questions that help me to prepare for any upcoming no's. And I hope it's going to help you prepare. You know, it's like a type of self-validation, like I said, in that moment. Now, before I end this, because I am bringing it, I'm I'm bringing it in. Let me see, look at my time. Okay, yeah, I'm bringing it in. We're doing good. Uh, I want to get into reciprocity just a little bit, Okay. Now, in psychology, reciprocity is a universally accepted social rule. So this applies socially all across the world. Reciprocity is is the practice of exchanging things for mutual benefit. That's the key word. Exchange for mutual benefit. Mutual, mutual, mutual benefit. It involves treating others the way that they treat you. Now, let's differentiate between three types of reciprocity. Because I want you to fully understand why reciprocity is important, okay? First, there is generalized reciprocity, which is giving without expecting a specific outcome. This is charity. This is goodwill. This is being a good person. This is following the principle of of do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Like, this is general reciprocity generalized reciprocity right but the second type is balanced reciprocity and this is an equal give and take exchange this is the one that people we fail in greatly we gravely fail it it is a situational type of reciprocity now when you give or do something for someone you expect an equivalent exchange that's what this says equivalence doesn't mean it's going to be the exact same thing though all right it doesn't mean that we're going to exchange the exact same thing, but it does mean that the that what we exchange will have equal value. It will have equal impact, equal intensity. All right? So if I get you a birthday gift, balanced reciprocity says that I expect one on my birthday from you. All right? If you get me a birthday gift that is uh, worth $20, that means that on your birthday, I should be giving you a gift that is worth $20 or more. Understood? 
And then the third type is negative reciprocity, which is an unequal exchange, the opposite of the balance um, reciprocity. This means an exchange happens, but it's not an equal exchange. It's the act of giving minimally only to receive something which is usually of greater value in return. Now, this does not work in healthy relationships. Let me just let you know right now. Does that help? It it's not good for emerging relationships, not good for um, relationships that are trying to grow and evolve. Check your motives and make sure you're examining the motives of those you are connected with when making exchanges with them. It's just like when we do secret gift exchanges, we're in that time of year now. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la. Right? We're exchanging our little secret. We picked our names and we're going to get a secret gift. There has to be a universal value placed on the exchange so that it would be mutually benefiting. Right? Everyone is getting a $25 value gift in the exchange, bruh. Don't come with dollar store or $2 worth of things or $5 or $20 if the minimum has been set at 25 You know, people have discovered over the years of doing the whole secret gift exchange that it's important to set a, set a, set a structure with it, set a range, because people were getting crazy. You know, you're going to buy me a $10 gift, but you just took home the iPods I bought? Like, come on, you know? That's unequal. That is an unequal, or that's a negative reciprocity, which is an unequal exchange, all right? Whew. Okay, now as I wrap this up, I still want to give you a little more. I'm going to give you a few more things. I want to give you some practical work to assist you on your journey of no, all right? First thing is I only have four. I only have one, two, three, yeah, four. The first thing is rehearse. I want you to ask yourself the questions that you're normally faced with and rehearse the way you wish to say no. You can even ask yourself the questions that I ask myself and start rehearsing the way you're going to say no. Are you going to be like, no, 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 you know, it, you know, just their variations. You know, you may be able, your no may even sound like not today, not now. Uh, I, I'm not available. Unfortunately, I can't. All right. Whatever your no is. But I think let's just be real. Let's just learn how to say no. All right. We can always alter, but let's say, okay. Anyways, the second one, be honest. There is never a need to lie about why you are saying no. Stop making up things to ease the brunt of that no. Free yourself to just say no. And if asked why, be straight up with the individual. If you choose to respond to the why. Because you don't have to. You're not obligated to tell them why you said no. Sometimes I have to tell the kids that. why. Don't ask me why. It's because I said no. No is no. You don't always have to have a reasoning uh, to hear my no. Or, or I don't always have to have a reasoning to say no. Okay, makes sense. Uh, the third thing, offer alternatives. Sometimes providing just another way to go about something can help prevent you from saying yes. So in other words, tell them to ask another person or offer suggestions to assist them in doing it themselves if it's applicable, because that may not be applicable in every request. But don't do too much. Don't become the researcher and the point of contact. And the point is to say no and let them do what they need to do to find their next yes. That is not your responsibility. Let them deal with what they need to deal with. Yes. And then the last one is do not rush. You don't need to say no to everything, but give yourself time to think through the consequences of committing and then properly give a response. Being hasty is going to create undue pressure. It's going to make you stressed out, which is going to, that it, which may cause you to start making the wrong decision for yourself. 
Take your time. Think it through. Ask yourself the questions that I mentioned earlier. I'm telling you. And then respond. Yeah. I have texts sitting in my queue right now that I just have not responded to yet. Because I'm thinking through my answer. Because, you know, my first answer is the trigger is on no right now. But I want to think it through and make sure it's something that I uh, that something I need to say no to. All right. And working on these things over and over, I guarantee you it's going to enhance your confidence and unapologetically being able to say no. Now, as the holidays are approaching us, I want you to make sure to take time for yourself doing what you like, doing what you want to do, not feeling obligated to make everyone else happy. That includes mama, daddy, grandmama, granddaddy, your cousin, uncle, them, and, and not robbing yourself of the opportunity for some of these people to start doing some things for you. It's time for you to stop placing a demand or reciprocity in your connections, in your relationships. Healthy relationships just shouldn't be so draining and one-sided, fam. So so do what you know needs to be done. Say no. 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 I love you, fam. It's not easy, but I know you can do this. And until next episode, I want you to learn how to be loyal to you. Stay true to you. All right? Can we do that? I know we can. Have a great one.